And just like that, we are back with a brand new episode of the Karma Social Podcast. Um, this is actually a really special episode, and I have been anticipating speaking to this lovely guest um, for over a week now. Um, things couldn't have come on the right time because um, today, as we speak, is a full moon, and it also happens to be uh, Wisak, which is basically a Buddhist tradition um, for people who don't follow Buddhist, Buddhism that much. It's um, actually the day when Buddha was enlightened. So it's a very special, um, you know, sort of uh, occasion. Now, without further ado, I'll bring in uh, our special guest today. Um, I've got beautiful Teja with me today. How are you doing, Teja? Awesome. Great. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for having me. Excited to be here. Well, yeah, it's, it's just pleasure is all mine. Um, I've, I've kind of built things up a little bit, um, you know, with, uh, for this particular episode. Um, I'd love if you could just tell um, our listeners exactly what is it, you know, uh, that I'm so excited about. What is it that you do um, in a way so that they can get a bit of a context there? Sure, no problem. Um, so, yeah, I do. I call myself an astrology lover. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I've been listening to astrology and looking into it and reading charts um, almost daily for the last sort of six years. Mm -hmm. um, but I did start looking into it even before then. But yeah, it has become a bit of a daily obsession now. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely love. So yeah, um, astrology is a big part of my world, definitely, mm. and understanding my world. Um, yeah, and then threaded in that is um, some teachings of Kabbalah and how okay. that's interwoven with astrology. Right. Um, and then another main passion and interest of mine is working with my dreams. So um, working with dreams while asleep and mm. also while <laughs> okay that's that's quite an interesting mix um just you know just for the uninitiated um uh, you've mentioned um kabbalah uh, i myself didn't know much about kabbalah uh you know uh, until um just recently when i came across you know the, uh, the things would you just care to expand what exactly kabbalah is where it originates from and you know what what can you do with that sure so um, it is one of the oldest uh, teachings that has astrology interwoven into it. Mm -hmm. um, according to my teacher, there's uh, teachings of it back a thousand BC, so mm. in the Solomon um, time. Mm. Yeah, so really, really old um, teachings. And basically, what it uh, explains is three areas of knowledge. So one is uh, based on um, philosophy. So all the theoretical kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And that's been put in books and written um, in texts and in temples and stuff like that. Mm. Uh, another aspect is the meditative aspect, um, mm -hmm. which is like magic. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, and the other section is um, working with astrology. And so those last two sections, there's actually nothing, there was nothing really written down for right. it. It was uh -huh. passed on through meditation. And what I love about Kabbalah mm -hmm. is um, those, I feel like it just gives those two other elements to you for you to really experience it. Right. Where, okay. You know, with a lot of religions and stuff out there today, it's just you read something and you take it on as mm -hmm. an understanding for you. Mm -hmm. Whereas with Kabbalah, um, you have to sit with a teacher and meditate on right. what those kind of 
answer and that's okay. how it's passed on. So you really experience it yourself. Mm, okay. And uh, you did mention that it, um, a part of it um, covers meditation and magic. Um, what did you mean by magic? Is it just, you know, uh, a term, an abstract term that you threw in there or because since it goes back that long, people believed in, you know, um, mystics and magicians and, you know, um, the taboo subject of witchcraft, um, does that involve, um, things, you know, back in the day? Yeah. So basically what it explains is how to work, uh, with energy and mm -hmm. how the energy of all of the cosmos interrelate. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um in yeah in like an astrology sense in an astronomy sense but then also within us mm, okay yeah it's really like when i when i first um got into it and read about it it just it it's so powerful and it's so strong and it really gives a tangible understanding to the different energies that we're working with um right. and it, a whole nother foundation to understanding astrology for me um mm -hmm. yeah, i absolutely love it so great yeah absolutely you know because like when you speak of the cosmos and you know um the connectedness of every being on this planet um just the other day i was having a chat with one of my friends uh and we started speaking about um quantum dynamics or quantum um the quantum field or quantum engineering uh, for that matter and it's quite quite a unique concept because you know if you boil things down to the smallest particle, basically everyone everyone's the same, everyone's connected uh, in a way, uh, which you know brings um, you know a sort of a thought in mind where you know how did these people so long ago, you know centuries ago, knew about it? Was it you know sort of um, um, a divine intervention or were they more connected? to a higher source um, than what we are today. So mm, absolutely, yeah. And I think like, you know, every single age, every single era, there's um, we have the capacity to have access to higher knowledge. The planets stay the same, you know, over the different periods of times, different planets have come uh, into awareness of Earth. Mm -hmm. Like Pluto was only, you know, in awareness more recently compared to other planets. Mm -hmm. And so the um, as we've gone along, we've had more access to different kinds of information. So, yeah, yeah it's so interesting once you start understanding the different planets and how they speak to you. Um, and it's really interwoven with my dream work because um, through Kabbalah, I understood that the planets, mm -hmm. the archetypes of the planets, um, you could call them, it's like master energy. Uh -huh. um, they speak to you through visions. Right, so, okay. Yeah, and through signs. And so I feel like I'm working, like after I have a dream, I can see, okay, that was Saturn or that was, and I can have a feeling of the different transits that are speaking to me in my life. Right. Okay. That's, that's super, super, super interesting. Cause you know, um, I've, I've, I've had some, um, questions about dreams and, you know, sometimes why, cause you know, like a morning when sometimes when you wake up and you feel as if the dream that you had while you were sleeping was actually a hundred percent real. Um, you, you could probably be lucid dreaming and stuff. Um, and I'm just throwing out big terms for people. I don't know if, if they're much familiar about, you know, um, all these things, but like when, when you wake up, you feel that you were in that realm for real. Um, why, why does that happen to you? Would you be would you be able to shed some light? 
Yeah, I mean, as far as what I understand, um, there's different levels of it, but the feeling that is still us, like that's basically our soul trying to, um, and our ego and our self, we're trying to understand all these different feelings and emotions and we're trying to process, you know, yeah. even science says when we're sleeping, we're really, we're healing. And so we have these visual representations of how we're feeling inside. Mm -hmm. um, but we can work so much deeper once yeah. we understand. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Absolutely. Let's dial it back a little bit here. Um, how did you come across, um, you know, astrology and Kabbalah? Was it, you know, um, uh, uh, interest as going, you know, as a growing adult or, you know, it just basically stumbled across, um, you know, these practices? Hmm. I started looking into astrology when, hmm, probably about 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. I think I was quite bored, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> going through uni and studying quite, you know, I did business um, entrepreneurship mm -hmm. to start marketing and I was probably just a bit bored with what I was studying. I think there, yes. I have known there's always been quite a deep um intense part of me where I really like to look at the underworld you know it's a mm. full moon in Scorpio today and so mm. um, I have the sun in the eighth and so as an outward my personality is I really like to see through you know understand mm -hmm. what's mm -hmm. going on mm -hmm. and so yeah I guess just from a young age I really wanted to understand right. more about life mm -hmm. um yeah I had an intense childhood um and then I guess by 20, I was like, okay, what yeah. is going on here? You know, like this has been wild. And I really started to look into more, mm -hmm. um, yeah, how the world works. So I started right. back then as a bit of a hobby, having fun. Uh -huh. And then I had the notorious transit of a Saturn return, which a lot of people will know, uh -huh. uh, which is when the Saturn comes back to the house sign um, that you have at birth. Okay. So that happens at the age of 28 until 30. And when mm -hmm. I had that transit, um, life was so intense that mm -hmm. I, I just got really um, into it. And I just kept finding synchronicity after synchronicity, um, having realisation where it just kept aligning, kept aligning. And I just didn't stop, basically. <laughs> which, is, which is basically, you know, quite a testament because that's how we met also, right? Because um, I think sometime... Um, a, last week or um, 10 days ago, I just, you know, sort of out of the blue, I put a call out on Facebook um, and on my social media asking if some, my friends knew um, someone who, you know, sort of deals in astrology and I'd love to talk to them. And um, a mutual connection of ours, um, which I haven't spoken to since over six years, she basically connected both of us. So, Definitely that, you know, being in the same sort of energy and same synchronicity. Uh, <laughs> some people would call it, you know, just a coincidence, but mm, I think it was something bigger than that, isn't it? Yeah. And, in a, and, and according to Kabbalah and astrology, there are, there are no uh, coincidences, you know, like mm -hmm. there is a part of fate um, and destiny, but in large part, um, we are you know, we create our own destinies. So, mm, absolutely. You know. uh, well, that's, that's very, you know, um, profound because um, there's, there's another funny story about, you know, creating destinies and creating reality. I do have a tattoo on my wrist, on my left wrist, which, you know, um, is the um, ancient, 
in ancient runes, uh, like in the Viking culture, that actually means create your own reality. So, <laughs> and uh, the, the whole story of how it came about was, was really funny. Um, and um, it was basically, uh, you know, when, we, when I got the tattoo, it was me and six other people. We got the same tattoo at the same time because, you know, things happen so, uh, you know, um, so spontaneously. And That's cool. Like, you're all holding each other accountable in that moment. Too. Yes, yes, absolutely you know of each other that's yeah and uh, the funny thing is that you know people think that oh yeah you're out on a night you know just partying or you know just getting completely blind drunk and then you go get a tattoo and stuff I'm I'm 36 years old you know those days of me getting you know partying and all all that funny stuff are long gone um uh, it was just over a burrito we were sitting in a restaurant all of us having burritos and just decided like yeah Let's get a tattoo. And it was about quarter quarter to twelve in the night. Um, wow. Yeah, and it was um it was in Miami last year. Um so we found one place and we just yeah, get it done. So I'll I'll yeah. Maybe we'll leave the story for, you know, some other time. It's it's a very long um but a really interesting, funny story. <laughs> what a great thing. What a yeah. great thing um have as a reminder on you every day. That's yeah, awesome. absolutely. What worse? well some people you know um since then have come out and told me that you know that symbol actually doesn't mean that uh some people say it's the um the logo of the car company um citroen um well like this is what it means to me so you know it it doesn't really matter what you say (laughs) so yeah let's let's talk about Working with dreams, um, what is it exactly that you, you know, kind of do, uh, you know, with dreams? Do you help other people understand um, why they get certain sort of dreams? Uh, what those dreams mean? Or is it just, you know, a self-practice for the moment that you're doing? Yeah, interesting question. Um, so I guess um, over time, I've just started to love it and enjoy it and of course it shows up in my chart that mm-hmm. I um have Jupiter in Pisces right at the end in the third house and there's some other aspects too that um speak to the ability I have Neptune on my ascendant which is basically the ability to tap into messages from other worlds okay. from the beyond hmm. um and definitely like working with spirit working with um the unseen mm-hmm. and so yeah I just you know, over time noticed um, that I was having these dreams that would come true. And I was like, whoa, like I'd rock up somewhere and then literally whatever I dreamt would happen. Okay. um, And yeah, I guess it really started to kick in when I met my husband. Mm -hmm. Um, I dreamt about um, our first date before I'd even met him. Right, okay. Um, Yeah, so from that point um, when I when it was really just hit in my face, I was like, okay, there's, there's some kind of ability here that I have. Mm-hmm. Why not work a little bit more? So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it has really helped me with navigating difficult situations with projects or working with people where I'd have a dream and it mm-hmm. would show me basically either the challenges that will come that day or the yes. emotions that I need to deal with so that I can... Um, just do life so much easier Mm -hmm. Um, or yeah, we're to the point where now um, 
I am working through dreams for other people. So for example, um, you know, and I actually have friends who now do it for me too. So I had a a good friend of mine the other week, she had a dream for me and she would message me and she's like, I had this dream and it's about like, and she just, she doesn't even know about this thing that I'm working on, but she spoke about how, where I was going to do it, who I was going to do it with. Mm -hmm. Um, And often it's just confirmation. So basically what, I understand is that as we're navigating through these um, times, you know, people are talking about the mm-hmm. age of Aquarius, the golden age. Mm-hmm. Um, and as we progress further into it, we um, have greater access to our telepathy, our psychic abilities. Um, and I've just, just speaking to, you know, friends and contacts, they, mm-hmm. um, they're all like a lot of people that I know they're getting more synchronicities. They're having more psychic um, moments in their life. Uh-huh. And, and I think we've always had it. It's just now I think we have greater access and as you know, our soul family or the people that we feel deep, deeply connected with, yes. um, we, we can actually access this state while we're, we're awake, which is also what I've been working on. So I did a meditation the other day and I didn't tell anybody about it, but I sent like love and light and all these, mm-hmm. you know, beautiful things to people that I loved. And literally the next day, two of them who I hadn't spoken to for ages contacted me. Um, yeah. They both had dreams about me. Okay. <laughs> so infiltrating their dreams. <laughs> <laughs> just sort of hacking, hacking their brain and just getting in there like, Hey, where are you? I haven't spoken to you in a while. Um, a, you know, a psychic hug, call me back. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, that you know, that with, with the sort of bandwidth that's being expanded now, you know, with, with 5G coming in and, you know, all, all sort of mm. things. Um, obviously, like I said earlier, people have forgotten to tap back into that, you know, um, psychic bandwidth, if I have to say, I'll, for lack of a better term, or, you know. Uh, <laughs> We don't need a wire, but we're still using, you know, uh, the, the technology and the wonders of, you know, internet and NVN, yay, um, still yes. to communicate. But I think that time, that time would come. But, you know, funny enough, you say uh, this because in, for the past two, maybe three years or so, um, you know, I have been coming across a lot of people and I've been listening to a lot of teachers um, online and, you know, uh, and other medium. Uh, one common thread that I have noticed is people talking about a raised consciousness. You know, people, um, the global consciousness is going to rise. There's going to be a massive shift in the global consciousness. Um, you know, something radical is going to happen. Some, some correction is going to come. And look what we are in now. You know, definitely that has arrived. So do you think when we, you know, people start talking about it more and more and more, is it the, the, the reticular activating system in our brain um, just basically guides us through that, you know, uh, process and actually makes it happen because that's, that's what I have learned um, over the years from people that, you know, like the, the way our brains are wired, it is like a tracer missile. I mean, mm. what you focus on, you grow it. So do you, as, as from a perspective, you know, um, of an astrologer or, you know, uh, a practice, uh, would you, would you even call someone who practices Kandala? Uh, um, yeah, maybe a practitioner. 
Yeah. A practitioner. Okay. So from, from that perspective, uh, what, what do you think about the current, you know, sort of situation, the entire world, the entire planet is going through? Yeah, I think you touched on some really powerful things there. And, um, you know, some of the, the laws of energy that Kabbalah touches on is everything is mental. Mm. You know, so there is a mind in everything. And, um, you know, we have to have so much discipline within ourselves. Mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of people talking about this year that uh, we have access to being each, we all have, an ac have access to being our own master. Mm. And it's so interesting that we're living, um, which a lot of people are calling uh, a great tyranny, you know? Mm. And it's so interesting that it appears that our freedoms have been taken away. Yes. Yet within, um, I can only speak for myself, but I do know of others who feel this way that we're feeling that we've had, we're feeling that we have more freedom than we've ever had within ourselves. I agree. I agree hundred percent on that. Yes. So, yeah, so it's just very interesting. Um, you know, we have to be very discerning with what um, we feel, with what we see, with what we know and what we put our time um, and our beliefs, you know, into. Mm -hmm. um, I think, you know, the last few years, according to astrology, we had a lot of fire. We had a lot of opportunity, um, you know, and we really had to take action to work towards our purpose. Mm -hmm. And to build, it was the North Node in Cancer. So mm. um, working towards a purpose of building an internal home, um, a, a home of beauty, um, yeah. somewhere that we can rest and, and feel connected and we can fill ourselves up. Mm. And, um, you know, obviously that's just so important now that we've come into this new, new scenario yeah. where um, so many things have been taken away and it's this uh, abundance of Capricorn that we have been in and will continue to be in this year. Mm -hmm. And so Capricorn is all about uh, restrictions and limitations mm -hmm. and, um, you know, at the high octave, it's um, severity. And yes. some say, you know, the devil sort of energy, Luciferian energy. Mm -hmm. However, okay. um, there's always, there's so many opportunities, you know, and the greater the darkness, uh, another law of Kabbalah is the law of polarity. Yes. So the greater the darkness, the greater the light. Yes, absolutely. absolutely. You know? and, so, and we can look at history, which is, um, you know, through understanding and working with astrology, it's all about looking at cycles. And so if we see particular transits that are happening, which are, instrumental this year which is this amalgamation of huge planets in capricorn uh mm -hmm. and we can have a look at when those things have happened in the past mm -hmm. and what sort of ha what sort of themes happened at those times right and so astrologers talked about plague they talked about another depression or the great depression mm -hmm. um but also there's signs of a renaissance period yes of you know, we've seen that before when people have either been living in uh, depression or um, the Black Plague of history before, that then this absolute beauty was born from it. Mm, and that's, absolutely. That's, that's how I'm really feeling now is that 
yes, things have been taken away. And I guess over the last few years, we've had opportunities within ourselves. It's different for all the different generations, of, mm-hmm. you know, what we're having to learn and work through. But we got opportunities to move forward and to let go of things that are outdated so that this can be more beautiful and easier for us. And obviously, you know, each person's got to go into the different spots that's necessary. But Absolutely. there's... Kabbalah basically looks at in the first dimension, if you're living in survival mode, which is basically (laughs) the first dimension, um, once you start going up the higher dimensions, uh, you don't, yeah, in the first dimensions, the the problems come through and it's Mm -hmm. something that you have to solve. It's a, you know, this is the survival mode. We have to, you know, it's it's all an issue. But once you start getting higher, you see that there's, there's always opportunities to expand. Absolutely, one hundred percent. And yeah, I couldn't agree more on that. Mm. Um, and um, I think that's that's what the situation that has occurred. Uh, a lot of people um, have gone back to their default survival um, sort of instincts, and mm. people, you know, that's that's where people start living in fear. But people have already raised themselves from that particular dimension and gone into a higher. Um, a space of um, love and, you know, compassion and, you know, uh, being aware uh, about what's happening. People like those have chosen to, you know, look at opportunities and look at things, how, um, you know, um, things are going to be different and how you can make do with particular situation and, you know, come out, you know, even stronger. Um, and what, what a, you know, what a level of mastery we have been, been given the opportunity yeah. to have this year. Like Absolutely. what an opportunity to expand that we chose to come through at this time because we have the ability to expand and grow beyond this. Mm. Like this is, this is immense. And it just goes to show how much love we have, how much creativity we have, how much imagination we have. Yeah, And I think like, to be gentle with ourselves and to love, you know, the dark within ourselves and, and to understand that when we look, you know, to our past, to our ancestors, that we are a PTSD, um, yeah. being, you know, like, you know, how many times have we lived and had to deal with um, trauma and wars and all these things, but yeah, yeah mm-hmm. now we have the opportunity to do things differently. Yeah. So. I think speaking from like a global consciousness sort of side of things also, um, the brains that we have is not a new brain. It's basically an ancient, over 2 million years old. Um, And um, we still, like the reason why we keep going back to that survival instinct or, you know, flight or uh, fight mode, uh, it's because our brain still thinks that, you know, there are these massive T-Rexes or saber-toothed tigers that are after us, you know. Even though the, the physical form of those um, dinosaurs and saber-toothed tigers have changed, um, we, you know, people, people keep thinking of that. Um, what, how would you sort of recommend people, you know, uh, what should people do to get out of that sort of a phase? Um, you know, certain sort of tips or tricks that they can um, utilize. Well, uh, you'll be happy to know that I've... Um... I uh, tasked my dream world to assist <laughs> our conversation today. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. 
So um, before bed last night, <laughs> I did some magic. Um, and yeah, I had some dreams to help uh, assist with the message today. Mm. So, um, yeah, and I guess the, before I even say what those dreams are about, I just invite people to become, you know, not everybody, everybody's got different talents. So mm -hmm. become aware of what is unique with you. Right. You know, one of the greatest, the first rule um, teachings of Kabbalah is to know thyself, mm -hmm. you know, and once you start to understand yourself, then you can, un then you can have clarity and mm -hmm. then you can start to see which characters, which archetypes, which planets are you working with. Right. And then you, then you can start to, you know, evolve and break free from uh, mm. the world that you're in and, and really help others. So, right. um, yeah, work with work with your talents and abilities, and um, yeah, strengthen them. We're gonna need all the gifted, talented people, um, you know, to be to be strengthening those. Because even if just one person, um, you know, is strengthening their abilities, it, it helps everybody else as well. Yes, that absolutely. You know, like me talking to my friend. If I have an idea, it can go to mm -hmm. somebody else, and and they might be able to do it better than I. But at least I'm benefiting somebody mm -hmm. mm. else. So, um, yeah, but if you do have an interest of working with your dreams, um, this is what I do and uh, hopefully it can help. But just before bed, very simple. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, before I close my eyes, I just, you know, center myself and um, I have gratitude in my heart and I'm just, I, I embody myself in gratitude mm. for that day, for my life and um, as and after that, then I basically call in a request in my dreams. Mm. So it could be something as simple as just guidance. I'm calling guidance and I just mm -hmm. think this myself and send it through my body. Um, or it could be, you know, reassurance for the future, like maybe a vision of the future. Um, it could be something else. But last night what I did was I asked for to be shown messages to help people through this time right um so, you know it, and obviously that really serves this purpose but mm -hmm. other people they might be you know they're running a business and they're working with somebody or they need a new invention or something yes. like that mm -hmm. uh, call it in ask you know and okay. you'll yeah so, and that's um, that's what it says like in the bible right you ask and you shall mm -hmm. receive Absolutely, every time. <laughs> every time, whether it's you know bad or good. <laughs> well, it's it's that's what you know. What, <laughs> and that's what and you know my uh, one of one of my mentors, um, and he's actually a mentor to a lot of people. I've mentioned him several times on this podcast. And people probably would have been sick of it, but I'm not. You know, I'm not going to be shy. Um, Tony Robbins, basically, like he he says, you know. Yes, definitely ask and you shall receive, but you know, you should ask intelligently, mm. you know, so definitely then you would receive, uh, you know, uh, the thing that you want. So not just, just say like, oh yeah, God, yeah, universe, God, or who a higher power, whatever it is, I want some money. Yes. Like, okay, here's a dollar, go, that's some money. So how, how much do you think that you have to be with, with this sort of practice? Do you have to be specific um, or can you be as, you know, open or vague as such? I think you can. Yeah, I think being specific is great. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, I don't 
when I'm working with my dreams, I'm not specific at all. I'm very general. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that everything comes through and maybe that's what I need too is just to right. rest, you mm. know, stop thinking about things. <laughs> mm. um, but other times, yeah, when I, I do a lot of manifesting work and writing work mm-hmm. and, um, yeah, it's good to be specific with dates, mm-hmm. um, good to be specific with amounts mm-hmm. and, um, yeah, I think that can help as well. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Now, yeah. um, I'm, I'm just going to jump back into the dream um, side of things. Now, I'm sure me and including a lot of others, um, we've been through a phase where we have recurring dreams, you know, something on happens on repeat. Um, what What is the message that we, you know, people are trying to get through that? Is, is there something in specific? Let me just set an example uh, for you. Maybe that, you know, that would just uh, give a bit more clarity. Um, now, my wife and I, we've got a beautiful, you know, uh, puppy and he's, he's everything for us. And um, every often, every now and again, my wife gets this dream that um, we, you know, the puppy is just gone missing. And uh, she just basically keeps searching for her in her dreams and then she wakes up and he's just right there. Um, so things like that, why, why does, you know, things like that happen and what's the sort of message uh, that people um, are trying to receive? I think sometimes, yeah, with those kinds of dreams um, and when it's sort of like, it's an unintentional dream, it sort mm. of just comes and it shakes you up. Um, and I think also with the reoccurring um, dreams, often the visual, um, we can get attached to the visual, but often it's mm. not actually the visual. Mm-hmm. The visual, it's really clever the way that we work, but basically we have to create such an intense visual for the emotion to right. appear. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, the system is so clever that it will create the craziest vision um so you can feel or recognize something so it's the one stage of sort of understanding your dreams is is questioning and you can do this when you wake up is say Mm -hmm. you know sit what i do is i sit with myself just Mm -hmm. in silence i might do a bit of a meditation Mm -hmm. and then i write and as i'm writing to understand the dream Mm -hmm. it's revealed to me um just as i'm writing right but what I have found is that it's not actually the visual or being attached to the visual, it's the emotion. So Mm -hmm. there's some kind of feeling in there Mm -hmm. uh, that is being processed, that is being held or suppressed, or that's just unknown to this. And through, through doing the writing or through sitting with it. um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. Especially just in that, that time as we've just woken up in the morning, because I think Mm -hmm. we're still, very open to yes. it's it's there if we're dreaming about it it's there somewhere mm-hmm. so i recommend to your wife to um sit in a space by herself and really meditate on that feeling right and and feel into it but then also ask um what does that vision have to tell me is there mm-hmm. anything else that i need to understand from this mm-hmm. vision and start a conversation with your higher self with uh-huh. This vision of what it is. Right, right. Um, the visions can come, you know, and now, um, you know, I can work with visions in the day, you know, and mm. I can see things and then I go, okay, what, what is that about? 
Um, and it's exactly the same as for dreams. But yeah, usually what it is, is something's happened in our life, uh, possibly a fear that she has, um, you know, maybe the puppy is reinvigorating some kind of um, fear that she has. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, about um, missing, losing. It could even be about, you know, a fear of responsibility or something mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. um, and underneath it, usually it's just, you know, it's black and white fear and love. And then right. underneath it's love, you know, but being vulnerable to uh, those those feelings so that right. you can move mm -hmm. through them. Yeah. So, as far as I understand, you know, um, I, I always thought that it's, it's our subconscious that's trying to send us a message because mm -hmm. when, when we are still and when we are, you know, in a meditative state or sleeping, the subconscious, you know, if, if you think of a, a dial, a volume dial, it's turned up all the way. It's doing everything. It's sending you messages. It's healing parts of your body that it needs to. Um, and yeah, that's, that's what, you know, the emotions that you bottle down, that basically yeah. starts surfacing. Um, yeah. that's, that's, a, that's a very definite, you know, um, really good uh, thing that I'll, I'll share mm -hmm. with her and obviously yeah. listeners who, uh, you know, have that sort of situations, which I'm sure there'd be plenty, um, mm -hmm. can definitely do that. It brings another question to my mind. Um, all right, fair enough. You have, uh, dreams while you're sleeping, but you know, when you're awake, you have this feeling of deja vu. Mm. Um, some people say, you know, it's just basically, um, you know, a brain working in overdrive mode. Some people say it's, you know, um, a gateway where um, two uh, parallel universe meet in a way. Or, you know, you, you sort of interject into, you know, um, go into a different realm altogether where this has happened already. Um, mm. Based, based on Kabbalah um, or uh, the sort of dream um, side of realms that you work with, what's your take on that? Mm, deja vu. Yeah, that's an interesting one. Uh -huh. um, yeah, I feel like for me when I've felt it, it's almost like a reassurance. Hmm. I'm on, I'm on the right path, you know, and sometimes I kind of have to stop and go, oh, God, is this a dream? <laughs> <laughs> because, yeah. Um, because that does happen quite a bit too. But yeah, usually it's just a feeling like this is um, this is on the right path. Also, sometimes I think maybe um, we could be present with other beings. Okay. You know, like maybe our guides are really stepping in. Mm -hmm. um, or maybe, yeah, I think it, it is a point to just be quite aware of what's going on around you and either to really take note of, you know, uh -huh. it could be a standing doors moment. Uh -huh. um, a transition into yeah a new portal new timeline yeah yeah that's that's what a lot of people talk about you know timelines and yeah, portals and everything yeah. yeah but basically like yeah the more you can converse with those subtle energies um the better mm. how does one develop uh you know or, or is this something that can be developed in a person that they can tap into those energy and you know get those experiences more and more and more frequently Mm, definitely meditation mm -hmm. yeah for sure um i think yeah i think there's a lot of different pathways and it depends on what kind of person you are but um i mean meditation is one of the best ways to feel your own energy yes. you know even if you only do 10 minutes or even if it's just laying down you know i, I just i think silence is so important right now there is there mm. is so much 
noise. And, um, you know, a lot of us don't have the opportunity, depending on where we are in Australia, to just go and sit yes. in nature. You know, maybe mm. ocean is our place of solace. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we really need to be tapping into uh, that silence and this the source, um, but even just feeling our own energy. Um, when I did, I did a Vipassana meditation course, um, mm-hmm. like a 10 day silent retreat. Mm-hmm. And Goenka, he speaks about this basically, this energy that you feel when you meditate. Mm-hmm. If you can, after a while, after you've, you know, still gone to a place of stillness within yourself, you start to feel yourself vibrating everywhere. And if uh-huh. you can really into feeling it just above your lip um then once you can feel it sort of you know sort of vibrating and moving around he says that that's your deeper mind and once Mm. you really start to pinpoint and focus on that then you start to have the clarity and things start to bubble up so then you can start to understand after a while you know is this sadness? Is this anger? Is this, what energy is this? <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like is this anxiety or did I eat something that doesn't work for me? <laughs> There's different levels of what's going within us. And once we start to really attune to the different levels, we, we can start to discern. Mm-hmm. If, if one of the big ones is, is this mine or is this somebody else's? Once right. we start to get quite sensitive. I'm know, quite... Quite often than not, it, it is someone else's, you know, sort of thought or brain uh, or energy that we take on um, knowingly or unknowingly. Um, definitely, you know, I, I am a big, big believer of that, you know. Um, mm. sit, sit back. Self-reflection is massive. You know, you just basically think, think about, you know, not only the actions that you've taken, but also understanding uh, why um, someone else does what they do. That has been a passion of mine for the past few years, you know, I've just developed that. And the more I dig into it, the more fascinating that, you know, journey gets. Um, now, I, I, like I said, uh, I have been anticipating about this particular um, episode quite a lot. And I did tell a lot of my uh, friends and, you know, people. Um, I've, have, I've, I've got a question come across from one of my friends just, just then, um, actually. And they, they knew that I was talking to you this time. Um, now, um, she basically asked, I'm not going to tell her name, her name, but she, she just wanted to know um, as a perspective, like what is the outlook for uh, cancer in 2020? Oh, wow. <laughs> so with that, I'm guessing she would mean a cancer sun sign. Cancer sun She's- sign. Yes. Yeah. Oh, got you. Yeah. That's a tricky one. Um, I guess for cancers, you know, depending on which uh, house she has that sun in, um, I would say she'd be feeling quite relieved mm. at the moment. Okay. Yes. Maybe uh, there would have been like a buildup of quite a, a lot of emotion in the mm-hmm. last few days mm-hmm. um, coming into last week. And then um, there'll be this feeling of relief uh, in this sort of week and moving forward. Uh-huh. Um, generally speaking, and that's because the nodes, the nodes of the moon are changing signs. So they've been in Cancer and uh, Capricorn mm-hmm. the last year and a half. And I'm a, I'm a Capricorn ascendant, so <laughs> I'm so happy. <laughs> I'm rejoicing <laughs> with the friend who texted you. <laughs> um, however, you know, having the North Node in your sign in Cancer mm-hmm. is actually, um, can be quite fortuitous. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, having the South Node in Capricorn, not so mm. much. <laughs> <laughs> 
So the nodes, just to give a little bit of background, the yes. north node is all about um, your purpose and what you are calling in. Mm -hmm. And you need to have balance with that because sometimes we can run too far forward into what we want. And mm -hmm. that, um, that isn't great either. But there is a lot of, there has been a lot of opportunity for your, for your cancer friend in the last year and a half to really bring in mm -hmm. great things in her world. Um, and then having that moved into Gemini, mm -hmm. is, it's just, a, it is a bit of a relief. I think over the last year and a half, she probably would have developed quite a lot in her world, taken yes. big leaps uh, in mm. her world. Because the sun sign represents, you know, uh, your outward personality. Right. So you have physical reality. So in the last year and a half, I'm sure it would have been quite busy, actually. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, with with developing who she is, making changes to her environment, um, making changes to her, um, even her personality, you know, um, yes. different aspects of her character mm. uh, and really, yeah, redefining um, parts of who she is and mm. how she presents herself. Um, and how she channels that great sun energy. Um, but yeah, now the nodes are changing. So the mm. nodes are in uh, Gemini and um, Sagittarius. So yeah, a bit of a shift there. Maybe she'll feel a bit of a, oh, like she can maybe take the back seat a little bit more. Right, um, okay. Right, okay. That's, that's, that's very interesting to know. Well, definitely, you know. Uh, I know that I, have, I will have one listener for sure for this particular episode and that'll be her. We'll, we'll keep her interested until the end of it and she can listen to all of it. <laughs> um, now, I have been doing a bit of a digging around, you know, so that I could ask you some more interesting questions and stuff. And I, I have come across this, um, like you are an artist also. Um, you, you do, you, I've, I've seen you've uh, done a bit of poetry, um, a painting. You are a recording artist also, if I'm not wrong. Um, you've been producing some um, stuff. And the funniest thing was, um, I wouldn't call, call it a mutual connection also, but you have been producing music for um, someone um, for, for their album. Um, I've met that person once um, and I was very, very impressed with, you know, the sort of message um, she has for the world. Um, um, I don't know if I'm, if I'm allowed to talk about, I think you know exactly who I'm talking about <laughs> right now. Um, so um, it's, it's, yeah, it's such, such an awesome thing. And I think um, the sort of music and the stuff that you produce, um, how how is that sort of um, impacting, or is it it is is it some gift that you've got through the visions or um, you know the dreams that you uh, have? Because you know, he said that you you are living your dream in a way right now, and yeah, um, yeah just uh, if you just wanna you know just tell us a little bit more about that side of you. Mm, yeah, sure. No, yeah, you definitely hit the nail on the head there. It's very interrelated. Um, and for quite a long time, I've had dreams about doing art and performing and doing music. And um, my last performance that I did, or it was my debut performance last year, um, yeah. I got booked for a fashion show. I dreamt all of that before. I could see it. I was walking uh -huh. around at fashion events. Um, I was singing at fashion events. Um, it was very luxurious. I was like, what mm -hmm. is this? You know, when is this coming? <laughs> <laughs> I 
did. Um, and so, yeah, that happened last year. Um, but I guess, yeah, I've always been a creative person. I've always been interested in expressing myself through different ways, finding freedom through expressing myself. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I did drama when I was in school. I did singing when I was in school. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah, I've, I've always sort of been thrown into um, and often it sort of just comes at me, <laughs> um, these different opportunities to be creative and mm-hmm. um, myself which I just so enjoy so yeah I write I sing I um I do like I love dancing uh-huh. uh, yeah and I've um was a DJ for five years oh wow okay um, what sort of music did you play yeah so um all different I guess for the most part though I did um house music or um yeah like summer house sort of you know okay. tropical no. now we're talking <laughs> Happy, very cocktails at the bar. Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. I'm, I'm, I'm a bit of a house music fanatic myself. You know, love, love, love house mm-hmm. music. In fact, all, all sorts of music, but that's yeah. that's my go-to genre um, of music that I enjoy any time of the day. So, yeah, yeah, that's that's mm-hmm. excellent stuff. Now, um, this uh, particular thing that we um, were talking about is the project that you were working on for producing music. Is, is that project um, out yet? Are you, how much of it can you talk about? Yeah, no, we can talk about it, which is all good. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that, that all happened in dreams beforehand as well. Um, yeah, so um, we're working on an album mm-hmm. and... Um, yeah, Nicole Gibson. Um, so I met Nicole. I met her maybe almost 10 years ago or oh, wow. maybe okay. eight, 10 years ago. Yeah, so I DJed at an event um, in Brisbane and she was speaking. And um, she was really, yeah, she was quite young then. She's still, she's mm. still pretty young now. Yeah. Um, yeah, she, she was speaking and I DJed and it was a beautiful event. And you know after she spoke I was just like wow that's you know she's definitely a very special person sharing she shared her story um you know her mission um and she was working with her not-for-profit back then Mm -hmm. um and yeah we connected um and I guess we just stayed in contact online um she also uh is had was in contact with some of my family members over the time because um they work in not-for-profits as well um so yeah, we sort of were around each other, but not, you know, directly working with each other until a little while ago. And um, a similar thing, she just put something out and said that she was looking for somebody to work with. Right. And tagged um, me, and then I was like, "Yep, you know, I'm I'm keen." <laughs> and um, Nicole basically said she was so overwhelmed by how many people were interested that. Yes. Um, she just decided to have a chat to me and to see how it went. And we yeah. just straight away and um, yeah, just really related to each other really well. And mm-hmm. we just started creating as well straight away. Um, so yeah, she has all these recorded um, talks from yes. that she's done mm-hmm. all around the world and we, yeah, we had a chat about those and then I just started making some music for it. I started producing some sounds and she really loved it. I made the bass of the song and I, uh, the song 
yeah, it's basically uh, saying goodbye and letting go of the old world mm. and ending into the new world. And it's basically like a grieving process of right. letting go of ego, letting go of that identity mm-hmm. and that physical reality. And uh, I sent that to her and she just had the perfect words. And yeah, everything that we've done has been super quick. I think we made that song in about four or five hours. Oh, wow. Okay. And I went to visit her the other week and we um, we worked together. I got to her place. We laughed till we cried. Probably <laughs> and then we just got in and started working. I took all my gear to her place and we produced and recorded for seven, almost eight hours straight. That's and, awesome. And um, came out of that with another three songs and uh, two and a bit. And then, um, yeah, we could see as well. We sort of had the visual for the for the rest of the album and how it's going to go and what what it's for. And it's basically a rite of passage. So mm. the album is an initiation into unconditional love. Right. And it's so interesting because just before uh, I got that opportunity, days before, I did a Facebook Live, and this uh-huh. is how synchronicities work. Yes. The Facebook Live uh, called a seance on unconditional love, mm. and I really felt called to do this channel of beautiful sound and and love and just in service. Mm-hmm. And I was on such a high, and then that next day, uh, the opportunity came through. <laughs> that's, that's really awesome. <laughs> and I like message is about love and unconditional. <laughs> and that's 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 what I was talking about. You know, like this. Um, um, the mutual connection definitely it's nicole you know uh as, as we've yeah. just spoken about um i actually um saw her i think it was march just just before just before all of this just madness started um she was speaking at one of my good friends event um she was one of the keynote speakers and uh i was like at the back of the stage managing the sound and you know everything else and you know I felt very connected to the message that she uh, was delivering. It was all about love and, you know, getting into uh, stuff. And she quoted my favorite poet, Rumi, you know, mm. um, I can't remember exactly which, uh, you know, quote that um, she used, but it was something to do with love. Um, and that sort of, you know, when it's like I stood up like a, a meerkat, I'm like, hang on a minute. She's talking my language in a way because, you know, it's just sort of connected so much. And that's that's what's beautiful about, you know, um, people like her and a lot of people who are making such, you know, headwaves in, in this particular situation. Um, I, I solely believe that love is the emotion that's going to carry us through any adversities that we, we come across. Um, and yeah, that's just, it, it was one of um, a really profound experience um, as such. Now, what's what's on the cards for you next? You know, what what big, big projects are you working on next? Mm. I'm writing a book at the moment. I have two books that I'm mm-hmm. doing at the moment. One is more just a bit of family fun. So okay. during this time, being separated from our extended family, mm-hmm. but also, of course, it relates to astrology because Uranus is in Taurus. Uh-huh. <laughs> And um, we have to get creative with how we um, consume food and how we make food and how we grow food. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I'm writing a cookbook. 
Wow, like okay. Food, but also it's related to passing on ancestral knowledge and mm-hmm. working with family traditions and connecting connecting that family vibe during mm. this time. It's a bit of a personal thing. I don't, you know, I'm, I'm not sure if I'm going to price it or anything like that. I might just put it out for free, just something for fun. Yep. So I have um, just beautiful recipes from my family and stories that are connected to those recipes. And and I have a really big family. So um, there's five <laughs> in the blood family and then mm. I have five steps. Okay. And all the special events that we've had as a family and uh, the different, yeah, the different sort of ancestral um, cultural identities that we have to get that all brought together and beautiful recipes and stories. That's, that's one of the ideas. That's excellent. So working with that and we're, we're quite a competitive family. So <laughs> I see lots happening in the future <laughs> once, we've got, um, once we've got it going. So there's that. And then the other one that I'm working on is more of a guidebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it communicates the wisdom of Kabbalah for right. manifest dreams. Mm-hmm. And I just really see that it's important during this time and as we move in uh, through this decade to really bring through our purpose, which uh-huh. is what's with us really inspired. <clears throat> and also, yeah, to manifest these great things that we want to do in our, and to keep ourselves focused too. Right, right. A lot of work for us to do. So it's basically a guidebook that um, that shares all of my techniques of how I work with making my dreams come true. Oh, that's um, excellent. Which is, yeah, a bit of a theme that I've done in my own life, but I've also helped others um, live their dreams too. So, yeah, it'll be all in there. should be quite... You know, pretty simple, uh, not too wordy, lots of activities. Let's get practical. And yes. yes. Cool. That, was, that was actually supposed to be my next question about, you know, uh, guides and stuff, what you can do to manifest your dreams and, you know, make them come true. But you've already got, you know, you're working on it already. You've got a massive, you know, book coming out. What, when, when can we expect this book out? Oh, dude, that's a good question. <laughs> I'll put you on the spot there, right? <laughs> Yeah, ideally, I think it would be astrology. Um, before the end of the year. Okay. Yeah. So we have Saturn. Um, he's going to go back into Capricorn in July until December. So yeah, maybe before before December would be ideal. Mm, okay. Yeah. So we'll move into Cap um, Aquarius, and that right. will, that will, this new Earth that we're moving into. So people mm. will really need to. Their tools, their toolkit. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, now, speaking of New Earth, um, you know, um, I just basically wanted to know, uh, you know, what what can we do as you know a part of the human race, and you know, um, how how can we just moving forward, you know, act in a way, not act, but you know, uh, conduct ourselves um, for for us to be more connected um to you know the higher self um the superpower or you know talk about god or you know whatever anyone believes in so what can you yeah i shared it a little bit before but then we got a bit um yes as well but yeah the dreams so um i asked to be shown what the message was and um it could help people too to understand how to work with their Mm -hmm. own and dreams so Mm -hmm. 
basically the dream was split up into three different scenes. Mm-hmm. Within each scene, there was different um, themes, energies, archetypes, messages. Yes. Um, so I'll try to explain <laughs> as best I can. Yes. <laughs> three different worlds uh, that we're basically have that we will have access to. Um, at this point, but also moving forward. And I guess the key thing um, is there's two ways to look at it. You can see the physical uh, reality of what is happening and what is Mm -hmm. coming. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, there's this physical sort of element to what's happening. But then um, just like a Sabian symbol in astrology, you can look at Mm -hmm. the degree point and it gives you this visual representation, almost like a painting on a wall. Mm -hmm. So at that painting and see the picture but then to really understand it and to grow through it um there's nothing to be afraid of yes. the point where we want to come from is from an empowered stance mm-hmm. so the more we understand the world the painting that we're working within the easier mm-hmm. it is for us to feel empowered uh to work with that yeah. energy that we can mm-hmm. grow beyond it. so i just wanted to give that um Bit of bit of background before I mm-hmm. started. Mm-hmm. Um, the first um, the first world we'll call it is it was set in a school. Uh, it was a teaching environment, and uh, this world is uh, representing or sending through the knowledge of Capricorn and Saturn. Right. Mm-hmm. So um, it's basically to share, and we're all fully aware of it uh, that we are living in a very authoritarian um, uh, environment. It's uh-huh. very, there's Capricorn happening. And so, you know, it's like this world also communicates uh, the government, uh-huh. um, corporations, uh, the energy of the master, uh-huh. um, <clears throat> working with the masters that run the world, but also the master of self. Right. And in that school environment, to give you a, <clears throat> some more sort of levels of understanding, there was um, very interwoven with technology. Right. Uh, so the teacher, uh, she was sharing with the class her digital self. Uh-huh. And okay. She loved the digital self. It was like an AI um, version of her because mm. she could mutate it to however she wanted. So basically what this is telling me is that yes. we've already been, you know, seeing at this uh, through this last few months is that as we move further into Aquarius, but also this year, mm-hmm. uh, so from now for the next two years, we're building this new world, which is, you know, learning the master, how we're governed as a society is mm-hmm. um, directly linked with the technology. Like right. it's not separate. Um and there is the chance there that it can be quite robotic. Uh, so, right. you know, to give a real life example, you need to call the bank to figure out what's going on in your account, yes. and you're talking to a robot. Which yeah. is, that's a yeah. real uh-huh. um, But basically, that's going to be happening on more and more and more levels. Um, right. And we've already seen that as well with school environments where you know kids have been learning online. Mm-hmm of things um so yeah so basically it's just you know we have to understand what we're working with the energies that we're working with and the, right. the better that we can accept um 
the polarities and the intensity basically of, of what is happening here mm-hmm. um, better. And then we can work from an informed position, from an empowered position and, and um, make it work for us. <clears throat> so in that uh, school environment, like at some point she was quite aggressive, okay. you know, it was the boss, mm-hmm. you know, and so that energy is it's already here. Uh, it will continue to be here. But the empowered position is that is um, I am also the boss. You right. know, like you know that we have to be aware of um, our own ability to have authority. Right. So there is you know this dense authority in the world. We have mm-hmm. to remember our own authority. Yeah. Um, and claim sovereignty over that. Right. Okay. Um, yeah, the, the, there was a lot in the school environment. So art was very um, prominent in uh-huh. this environment. And what that spoke to me about is um, that art really has the ability um, to help people uh, in this new earth that we're creating. Right. Mm-hmm. So um, because through art, we can be free, actually. Yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, yeah, we can communicate and, and just like the Kabbalah, you know, these teachings are so old, mm-hmm. but just by writing in the Emerald Tablet, which was this stone carving that had um, the knowledge of how the energies work of the cosmos, mm-hmm. we can put our code, it's really important that we code um, this new earth, the new song lines um, with what we want to bring through as well. So don't right. give that a way even though it might appear as though mm. um taken away to a degree so yeah definitely right. using art and the power of art moving mm. forward is um going to be absolutely paramount yeah working with symbols um working with art those sorts of things um i'll just try to remember if there's anything else yeah really um and something that's closely related to art is our individuality right so you know, we, we need to make sure that we, um, you know, yes, we, we can connect with this collective mind and mm-hmm. yes, that may feel like there is a monopoly um, upon us. Mm-hmm. Um, we need to remember to keep our sovereignty and our individuality. Right, yeah. right, right. So do, do um, you think we are moving into a phase where we would be working in symbiosis with machine and, you know, human, human being? So obviously, you know, people people have been talking about artificial intelligence for a very long time. People have been developing um, stuff like that. So um, I personally feel that there's nothing to be afraid of as, you know, from, from that because people are like, oh, yeah, the robots are coming. They're going to take us, you know, take us hostage, make us slaves and stuff. But yeah. um, it's beautifully put, like how you said that, you know, the sovereignty uh, and we, we need to, you know, remember that we are our own bosses as well. So that's definitely, that's definitely something really awesome. Now, um, how do people find you um, if they want to just get in touch with you, get some more help or, you know, uh, work with you? I've got, um, I've got obviously, yeah, Instagram. So mm-hmm. at Asia Palace, they can find me on there. Um, mm-hmm. I've got my Facebook page they're probably the main two pages um on social that i use uh-huh. i've also got a website so people mm-hmm. can um, yeah pop on there from time to time but um yes. yeah they're probably the main spots i did there's two other in the dream that i had there was two other worlds so yes yes 
Absolutely. Yeah, we, have, we, we, we yeah. are going to um, talk about okay, those two okay. roles. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it's tricky once I access it, it's like there. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. My head. <laughs> no, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't leave because I, I, I do. You know, I do want to know about the other two, especially the message that you know um, that you saw in the third world. So definitely, it's, it's not a cliffhanger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Um, so yeah, and one other thing that I, I just remembered with the school environment mm -hmm. is. Um, yeah, although, you know, we will have, it's very closely interwoven with mm -hmm. um, technology, we need to remember and understand the symbology um, of, you know, if we are going to be taught by a robot, what are we, what are we missing out on there? You know, human and interaction. A hundred percent. Yeah. And we need to, um, there bring through that ancient knowledge you know there's going to be key mm -hmm. people that will bring through and continue to bring through that ancient knowledge which is really really important mm -hmm. because it's great that we can learn from technology don't get me wrong as yeah you know it's advancing our lives right now absolutely um, yes however yeah we really need to keep um those ancient ancient teachings um mm. alive yeah that was that was basically uh what i got from that first yeah, the first world. Oh, wow. Okay. That's, that's mm. quite uh, apt to what's happening right now, isn't it? Yeah, uh, definitely. I wonder what, what the other two worlds brought you. <laughs> well, it was actually really close um, to what you were just speaking about before, so uh, with AI. And the second world, wow. That, um, yeah, it was an eye-opener. So basically, um, I was... There's a few different things in it, but the, the planet for this one is Uranus. Mm -hmm. um, so very much um, forward thinking. Uh, yeah, very um, innovative, very, um, yeah. So that's, that, that was the second world. And basically mm -hmm. I was traveling um, on a bus. So that was to say that um, I got the message there that basically we're going to be traveling more via by, by bus, not by plane. Okay. Yeah, so, and I think maybe there will still be some plane travel, but uh -huh. I was traveling by bus, so I really took that as okay. This is going to be more of a thing. Domestic, more domestic travel. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, which is something I haven't done a hell, a hell of a lot. Um, <laughs> that, and then as I was driving through, I saw these skyscrapers of these like city um, buildings, and mm -hmm. basically studios okay and i this world the city shoot so basically i'm driving you know i'm i'm a passenger on a bus and i'm mm -hmm. traveling from place and i look at this city and they're all uh the they were no longer the corporations or the offices of the past they were just places for people to do shoots so i looked down and there was these different groups of people and uh -huh. they're all having sort of their own type of party, but it was very choreographed and very okay. thematic and, um, yeah, almost a bit contorted to be honest, but still right. quite beautiful. And so what I got from this strange, strange world is where does technology and the humanness start and end? And obviously mm. we can, we already see that now that 
whether you like it or not, the majority mm-hmm. of us already have digital identity. Yes. And, you know, it's up to us to be able to have self-discipline to not go to the phone every 10 minutes mm-hmm. and to have that space and that silence and to connect with um, and to strengthen that relationship with the divine. Now, we also too have to, like that is just absolutely crucial because actually that is the only protection that we have from anything is our connection and our understanding that we're working with something greater because when we do that, yeah. <laughs> life is beautiful and we're in the heart and it's, and it's a joy. Mm. Um, but the reality of where, where we already are and where we're continuing to move into is a highly technological world and Mm -hmm. so everything is it's all smoke screens um it's all carefully crafted to be packaged uh with a certain appearance and to have these pockets of different people represents that um basically like the communities of people are going to become more extreme more separate like if you're Cindy's party you think Uh like dress like Cindy and you're going to act like Cindy like that's just Uh, that's just that's what I got from it basically okay and I can see that though already with there's extreme thinking happening out in the world at the moment yes absolutely different pockets of thoughts about what's going on whether Mm. it's around religion or whether it's around God or um science politics Um, for that matter also um and so yeah it's just basically understanding that um you know is that really working for us to be mm. so attached to these different beliefs you know to really think carefully about which pocket we're jumping into right um to perhaps use it to our advantage um to see it um but then also to remember who you are. Yeah, okay. So individu- individuality is definitely key, uh, a common thread between these two worlds that you have experienced. Now, pretty much when you were describing the, the second, you know, sort of uh, world, I was getting visions uh, and I was imagining, you know, um, something straight out of uh, a dystopian, you know, future or, um, you know, uh, videos that people may have seen from The Burning Man or, um, we've got an ex- excellent uh, music festival that happens every year uh, in our backyard, um, which is, um, I forget the name of that place. It's just further up um, north of Brisbane. Happens, um, happens around no. December. Woodford? Oh, yes. Yes. Woodford. I, I was thinking Westworld. I'm like, no, that's a TV show. That's, that's a fun and musical. <laughs> I don't know yeah. if that would be a fun festival. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think um, like very, very uh, eclectic sort of um, a vibe is what I was getting uh, from it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know whether that was yeah. something that you pictured those, you know, especially the group of people. Looking... Yeah, that's so true. That And that's basically what it is, is like, um, you know, there's there's different worlds within worlds mm. appearing right now. Okay. And um, yeah, I like that you brought up the movies and, and reflecting on that because uh, what we can see, and this is what a lot of other astrologers, I'll give a shout out to Leo King and Astrolada. Um, you know, they talk about how in the past we used to watch the movies and that was our... Um, way that we would understand our beliefs whereas yes. now 
in um, in society today. Our lives are the movies. We are so immersed in it, aren't we? A hundred percent. Yeah, we are. We are so closely related with these beliefs. Um, and so, if there was a movie that sort of related to it, I've, I saw some stuff recently that talks about this transhumanism agenda, um, which is pretty intense. But I have seen it from time to time, and it's basically merging human with technology. And you know, there's medical sort of stuff out there today talking about um, <clears throat> technological organs. Okay. You know, 3D printed yeah. organs and stuff like that. You mean? What do you say, 3D printer organ? 3D, yeah, 3D printing. They they are uh, testing stuff like that. Oh, and, 3D printing yeah. wow. And I, I think um, Elon Musk was, uh, is also kind of working on a technology. They call it the Neuralink, where, you know, you, yeah, people look it up, you know, but it's, it's another yeah. rabbit hole that we can just dive into. If, but yeah, right. yeah. Yeah, so... I think that was um, that's pretty closely related. Mm. And what so what's what's the message that you received? Um, that's that's most anticipated sort of world that I wanted to know about. Um, what the, what's the message? Yeah, in or, the in in the uh, are, the are we message? are we or was that all that you um, heard or rather envisioned in the second world? Um, yeah, I think that's about it for the second one. Basically, yeah, it's individual. Um, um, versus tech, God versus tech. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, working, working with technology, but making sure we have people who have really strong ethics uh, right. in those spaces. Uh, and the, the, ma the massive amount of discernment that they, these people are going to have to have to ensure our safety and, um, yes, yeah, sovereignty of body, mind, soul. Um, yeah, so that's... That was that world. And then the next world um, was an Aquarian world. Uh -huh. And um, this one was set in an ocean. Okay. Um, so basically I was um, moving through an ocean and mm -hmm. it was uh, riddled with um, pollution. Oh, okay. Yeah. So um, there was, you know, debris and, um, yeah, it was just, it was a mess, basically. Mm. Um, and I saw these two channels of uh, where I could go. And as I went to walk, it sounds so intense. Oh. As I went to walk, something was like holding onto my leg. Mm. Um, so like what I'm getting from that is... Um, we, we have really have to remember who we are and how closely connected to nature we mm -hmm. are. Mm -hmm. uh, we really have to protect our nature. It's very important. And right. I think, yeah. um, you know, it'll be great to see technologies be created and invented to protect not only our sovereignty of self, but sovereignty of the environment. Um, because I think that, um, that's very important. Yeah. Moving forward. Um, so yeah, and I guess when when you start talking about um, nature, then it, mm -hmm. you, you start getting closer to um, you know nature force, God force, and so um, that world sort of touched on our ability to connect with nature, with God, with enlightenment. All mm -hmm. these things are ability there. There are things that are going to try to um, confuse us and yes. distract us, pull mm -hmm. pull. My 
person from out from underneath me stop me from moving forward mm -hmm. to be stuck in the decay yes. and um, you know it was quite devastating to be honest so mm -hmm. there could be things coming out uh, that are quite uh, disturbing um, right. I don't know if there will be death but I mean to see that kind of devastation in the environment is a kind of death and I think mm. When you even just look at the astrology, um, and this year, if we look at um, Saturn moving back into Capricorn July, um, that will reinvigorate this old world, but then it will die again. <laughs> the systems uh, will die again at the end of the year. Mm. So um, we are watching this old world die. Um, and basically, yeah, we need to figure out which, which path are we taking? Where are we going? And what is our alliance to right. and yeah what, what is our um purpose to to keep those candles going right. for future right yeah and uh, the old world dying necessarily doesn't you know mean a grim future for um everybody it's just basically an opportunity for us to reinvent and make mm. a better um space for all of us not not just human beings but you know for the flora and the fauna and you know every every sentient being um in this particular you know planet um yeah that's that's some powerful vision that you got there so was 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 there a, a message encapsulating all three worlds that you uh, received or um what, what was what was the sort of you know how, mm. how would you sum sum all three worlds together i guess yeah. if i could package it into something it's um it's you know, it's about intention and it's mm -hmm. about being, being of service, you know, mm -hmm. first you have to understand yourself and you have to have balance, but you also, um, everything just flows and you are so gifted. Like I just, I asked something very simple for bed before I went to bed. Mm. It wasn't for me. It's for somebody else. And mm -hmm. I was gifted. It, you know? And so this is, this is the abundance that we want to work with. Yes, absolutely. Um, we have we have so much opportunity and i really like what you said it is you know it's not grim it's a hundred percent necessary you know yes. the way that we're working everything works in a cycle what goes up must go down and um yeah what immense opportunity we have to make something so beautiful absolutely absolutely now uh, if you could just you know give a message out to the dreamers out there what what message would you give out <laughs> to the dreamers. Yes. Keep dreaming. Keep dreaming. <laughs> yeah, dream beyond your capacity and connect with other dreamers. Yeah, it's Excellent. really to build a community. Yeah, Absolutely. Really and I think that's that's what you know the key is. Um success um at the moment, you know. One of my friends actually said it beautifully. He said, um, collaboration is a new competition. Yes, so that's I think that's what we got to do: collaborate, help each other, and you know, get get uh, better. Um, any, anything else that you'd like to add? Uh, it's been actually an hour and a half. Can you believe that? You know, this I think oh, we, I I could talk for longer. You know, I've got they have so many so many things, um, and I definitely you know would love to see you back um, on the podcast when you've got your book ready by the end of the year. Um, I'm actually putting, I'm putting it out there that we need your book in this world by the end of this year. So I'm pretty it. sure. No. <laughs>
really excited and it's good to have um it's good to have some encouragement <laughs> oh absolutely encouragement you know i could probably help help pardon me we've created a deadline absolutely yeah yeah um you know no no pressure but i i think i, I would i would love to give that to myself as a christmas gift so no pressure <laughs> All right. Well, um, anything else um, before we wrap this up today? Yeah, no, I think that's all. Yeah, it's been really great. Thank you so much for having me. Really no, it was, it. it was absolutely a pleasure having you just discussed some really awesome topics and uh, some more uh, that we would explore the next time when we see each other. All right. All right. We'll see what I We'll see what I dream up next time. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you so much for taking the time. And uh, everybody have a safe and wonderful day, uh, whatever you are. And I will see you again with another exciting guest. Bye.